Chapter 12 of Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them by Harroward Carrington. Chapter 12 Symbolism. Symbolism is one of the most important and, at the same time, one of the least understood subjects in the whole realm of psychics and spiritualism. A proper understanding of what it means, and the adequate interpretation of symbols as presented to the psychic, would prove of great value to every student, and to all those who are undertaking their own psychic development. What Symbolism Means First of all, it is necessary that you should understand exactly what symbolism means. A symbol is a sign for something else, which it expresses in a more or less partial and incomplete manner. Usually, a symbol is a sign which appeals to one of the five senses, but denotes not a sensual thing, but the thought lying behind it. Thus, the printed word on the page is the symbol of the author's thought, expressed in that word. The poem is the expression of the poet's mind and spirit, as set forth in the words and meter of the poem, etc. Thus, symbols are always only partial and incomplete, and represent but a small fraction of the thing they stand for, and we should always be in error if we tried to reconstruct the whole of the thing symbolized from what we perceive by means of our senses. Before we proceed to the subject of symbolism as studied in psychics and the phenomena of spiritualism, one other point should be explained. We never see an object in the physical world as it really is. Symbolized Objects We only perceive or realize through our five senses various aspects or qualities of the object. Thus, if you are looking at an orange, your sense of sight gives you the impression of a reddish-yellow sphere, rather irregular on its surface. Your sense of touch tells you that this thing is round, that it is somewhat rough and cool. Your sense of smell supplies you with the information that it has a pleasant odor unlike anything else, which is confirmed by your taste. In this particular instance, the sense of hearing does not enter into the question, as it would in many other instances. Now all these things which appeal to our senses color, odor, texture, etc., are qualities of the orange and not the orange itself. The orange is always something different from all of these, above and beyond them, and is more inclusive than any of these qualities and symbols. Thus, suppose you took away one of those symbols, its color. The orange would immediately become invisible to you, yet it would continue to exist, though we could never know of its existence. This shows us clearly that symbols are very inadequate and imperfect representations of a vaster something lying behind them, and they represent only a small fraction of the totality of the thing as it really exists. Symbolism of Spirit As applied to the spirit of man, we must begin by admitting the rather startling fact that no man has ever seen it. No man has ever seen another. All he has ever seen are the outward features, the form, the facial expressions of the other. And when our spirits hold communication with one another in this world, 
they do so by written symbols by motions of the hands or head or by means of air waves passing from the throat of one to the ear of the other all but expressions or symbols which are interpreted by us according to a certain prearranged code if we did not have this prearranged code it would be impossible for two intelligent beings to converse with one another as may readily be seen when a chinaman and an american meet for the first time neither of them speaking the language of the other they try as best they can to make each other understand what they are thinking about what thoughts are in their minds but they succeed very imperfectly or not at all the symbols employed are too inadequate to express their thoughts symbolism in spirit communication now all these difficulties we encounter when a spirit endeavors to communicate with us through a medium or directly it can express itself as a rule only very imperfectly as will be explained in a later chapter and must resort largely to symbols to convey its meaning hence we should be very mistaken if we were to interpret this symbolism literally or to assume that it represented the whole of the subject matter which the spirit desired to convey as i said in my book the problems of psychical research our dreams as we know are largely symbolic the work of freud and others having proved this beyond all doubt it is highly probable that the ravings of delirium are also of this nature though no one so far as i know has yet devoted to their study the attention they deserve certainly it is true in mediumistic phenomena for in trance conditions a large number of the messages tests and visions seen are of this nature and character the symbolism being often so elaborate that the original thought is not perceived why this symbolism the probable answer to this question is that the message cannot be given directly and that this symbolic method of presentation must be resorted to in order to get the message through at all there is good evidence to show that a pictorial method is resorted to very largely by the spirits mediums seeing what they describe very often when the more direct auditory method is not resorted to the spirit presents somehow to the mind of the medium a picture which is described and often interpreted by the medium often this interpretation is quite erroneous resembling a defective analysis of a dream because of this the message is not recognized yet the source of the message may have been perfectly veridical truth-telling let me illustrate this more fully suppose you desire to tell a chinaman who speaks not a word of english to fetch a certain object from the next room it would be useless for you to say the word watch because he would not know what the word meant probably you would tap your waistcoat pocket pretend to take out a watch wind it look at the hands etc in your endeavor to convey to him your meaning if this were not recognized for any reason you would have the utmost difficulty in conveying your meaning to him and equal difficulty in telling him to fetch the watch from the next room now supposing these antics or somewhat similar ones were resorted to by a spirit in his attempt to convey the word watch perhaps to remind the sitter of a particular watch he used to wear the spirit might well proceed as follows he taps his stomach and looks at a spot over his left side he seems to wish to convey the impression that he has suffered much from bowel trouble perhaps a cancer on the left side yes he seems to be taking something away from his body 
Evidently, they removed some growth, and he wishes to convey the idea that something was taken from him. Now he is examining his hand. He is looking intently. Now he is doing something with his fingers. I can't see what it is, a little movement. Was he connected with machinery in life? Now he is pointing to the door, etc. The Interpretation of Symbols such an interpretation of the facts, it will be observed, while describing his actions, is wholly misleading as to its interpretation. The symbolism has been wholly misconstrued, and, inasmuch as the subject probably never died of cancer, had no bowel trouble, underwent no operation, and was never connected with machinery, it is highly probable that the message would be put down wholly to the medium's subconscious imagination, or even to guessing or conscious fraud. Yet, it will be observed, the message was, in its inception, wholly veridical, the fault lying in the symbolism misinterpreted by the medium. There is evidence to show that other forms of symbolism are adopted also, applying to the auditory as well as to the visual presentation of images. It is well known that names are very difficult to obtain by mediums, and this is probably due to the fact that names are not pictures or visual symbols, and in themselves mean nothing as a rule. They are merely a combination of letters having a certain sound. The Forms of Symbolism It is generally easier for the spirit to impress a partially developed psychic by means of a picture than in any other way, and for this reason names are difficult to get. Still, in many cases names are obtained by a picture shown. Thus, the name Merrifield was in one case given to the psychic as a picture of a number of children happily playing in a green field. Among other forms of symbolism are the following. A large key may be shown to the psychic. This may not mean a key at all, but a symbol of success, the key being the means by which the door of prosperity is opened. Colors are frequently shown, and nearly all colors are symbolic of something or other and have their definite meaning, as we saw in the last chapter. Strange, weird, and horrible figures do not necessarily mean anything bad or anything evil. They may be symbolic of something entirely different, and this is frequently seen in dreams, which are composed almost entirely of symbols throughout. Most psychics, when they are developing, see peculiar specks, clouds, and forms shaping themselves before them in space. They are naturally at a loss to interpret and explain these images. While there is much latitude of interpretation, always in symbolism the following simple suggestions based on traditional teachings may be found helpful. Clouds and Lights Clouds, if white, may be interpreted as signifying happiness and prosperity, either to the psychic or to one near and dear to them. If these seem to recede rapidly, and fade away in the distance, a journey is often indicated. If the clouds appear to be advancing toward you, it indicates that news will shortly reach you. Good if the clouds are white, bad if they are dark. If red and lurid, ill fortune is upon your horizon, for which you must be on constant guard. Black clouds symbolize troubles of the heart. Tiny moving speeds of light, if they truly result from psychic development, are said to introduce that you are progressing favorably in your psychic sensitiveness. If these specks are dark, however, evil or harmful influences may be about you, 
for which you must be on a constant lookout. A light within a light is said to symbolize the presence of some spirit, desirous of communicating. Should such a sign appear to you, try at once to enter into communication with the spirit intelligence by asking questions, and note whether the light you see endeavors to reply to you by means of some simple code. Reptiles and other unpleasant signs usually symbolize the hidden fears of the psychic. They are symbolized in this way externalizing the subconscious fear thought of the subject. Root out your hidden fear and apprehension, assert your mastery and fearlessness, and the unpleasant sign will always disappear. The Subconscious and Symbols The subconscious mind has the faculty of describing in symbolic form thoughts, impressions, or influences which come to it either through the senses or more directly by telepathic or clairvoyant visions or messages which are said to be given through it by the spirits. The spirit may convey a certain message to the subconscious mind of the psychic, and the message may be externalized or presented to the ordinary conscious mind in symbolic form, representing, apparently, something entirely different from the original message. It is in the interpretation of these symbols that much of the true art of mediumship and psychic development will be found to lie. The better the medium, the more expert in the interpretation of these symbols. At present, no general rule can be laid down as to the interpretation of the symbols employed, since these will differ very largely in every case, each medium having his own method of interpretation and his own form of symbolism. You must learn for yourself, by repeated experience, what the various symbols mean to you, and thus form a code or method of interpretation, which you can always follow throughout your future development. A close study of symbolism will yield you very important practical results, as well as being of great interest in itself. End of chapter 12